But do we love the three spleen comment? I feel like I took <laughs> yeah. you somewhere. The three spleen. <laughs> to use that word, it's like, I guess what? I have three spleens. Most people have one. <laughs> and I'm not even locating my abdomen. <laughs> I just, I love that so much. I need to find a way to like use that in my actual life. Okay, body's your scavenger hunt. <laughs> Follow my <Bye>. clues. <laughs> so now we're transitioning to what you and your fiance like. This is about me, Kelsey. Uh, we just gotta peek into the bedroom of <laughs> Kelsey. <laughs> anyway, you see the cis growing? It ain't a cis love. <laughs> I'm over oh this. I like that, like, it's it's become, this is a very medical bent to all of your, like, pickup lines and dirty talk. Like, is that, what's, what's that about, Kelsey? I don't know, it just takes me somewhere nice. Oh my gosh. Okay. To the Mildly Awkward Podcast, Honest Talks About Young Adulthood, The Messy, The Marvelous, and as always, The Mildly Awkward. I'm your co-host, Corby. And I am your other co-host, Maddie. And this is our special, most special, dearest special friend and guest, Kelsey. Kelsey. Oh, Kelsey, hi. <laughs> yes. <laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome. What are we talking about today? We're talking about finding love. Does that sound like something that you could be an expert voice on? Oh, good Lord, no. <laughs> but I'm here and ready to go. Okay. Note to self to edit that to make it sound like she just said, I am here and ready to go. <laughs> we are talking about finding love. Does that sound like something that you could be an expert voice on? I'm here and ready to go. Okay. So uh, we are going to start this episode with some deal breakers. I freaking love this. All right. Okay. So, we, so this... The whole thing with deal breakers is that you kind of assume, okay, you're single, you're dating, everything else seems like pretty much fine with this person except for this one thing. Is this enough to be a deal breaker? Got it. Okay. Ready. I'm going to say yes immediately. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I haven't heard any. <laughs> She's ready to go. Um, okay. Your significant other wants to keep your romance a secret for a year until you can announce it to your friends. No way, Jose. Why? I don't got time for that. No. But I think the question for me is like, how do you keep it a secret that long? You're like, I'm going out with my grandma. I might not be back till tomorrow. I mean, yeah. She died. Again. And you're in public and then you guys are holding hands and then he just like pushes you in a trash can. It's like, mm. no, I don't got time for that. So deal breaker for you. I do feel like this has probably been like pitched to someone as a rom-com before though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What's the title like, of that? <laughs> the title of that movie sticky divorce gone wrong <laughs> sticky, that sounds like an episode of cops or something <laughs> it does sticky divorce. i was gonna say like expiration date or something I don't okay i don't know if this is true or not but i did hear that in katie holmes's prenup clause she was not allowed to date publicly for five years if she were to divorce tom cruise thus the secret love affair with jamie fox oh Interesting. That is really interesting. So, would you sign a prenup that said that? No. No. Oh. 
Would you, Corby? No. <laughs> Well, it depends. I mean, if you're going to inherit, like, get I'm Tom not... Cruise money, I mean, baby. <laughs> you're also a Tom Cruise. That's true. <laughs> so let's just put that where that is. That should be enough to get the Tom Cruise money is that you're going to marry This is an anti-Tom Cruise podcast now, apparently. Oh, boy. Okay, another uh, deal breaker. Your significant other is still on dating sites after two months of you guys dating. Ooh. Um, am I ready for something serious in this point of my life? Well, you guys have been going out for a couple of months. Maybe you haven't, like, necessarily made it official yet, but you guys see each other pretty regularly. Yeah. If I'm in my flirty 20s, sure. I ain't there. I'm in my 30s. I'd say, I gotta move on. Okay. So, <laughs> deal breaker. Yeah, I got fish to fry. Mm. If he can't hop off that bumble, then no thanks. <laughs> you heard it here first. Hop off that bumble. Hop off that bumble. The next one is your date is a blind setup from your parents. Totally do it. Absolutely. You would? Yeah. Do you yeah. Yeah. You'd just be like, yeah, okay, mom and dad, let's do it. Yes. Why not? Zero things to lose. My grandparents had an arranged marriage, met the day they got married at 14. <gasps> oh, my oh. God. Still kicking. Oh. Together. Wow. <laughs> Want to put that out there. <laughs> That's true. They can just be alive, like, still kicking <laughs> after a brutal divorce. <laughs> divorce gone wrong. <laughs> kind of undercuts the message there. <laughs> They were also on their a own episode of Cops. <laughs> Kelsey's grandparents got divorced on Cops. Oh, um, boy. Would you do a blind setup from your parents, Corby? Nope, I do not. Uh, sorry, Mom, but I do not trust you <laughs> to set For me up. a date? For a date, yeah, no. Oh, like I a two hour meal. Uh, who's paying? <laughs> <laughs> What if your mom was paying? She's like, I'm going to pay for you guys to go bowling or something. I have a Red Lobster bowling? gift certificate for you. Red Lobster? For $46. Go well, wild. It's just bowling and Red Lobster. I gotta go. That sounds awful. That's like a nightmare. That sounds cute. Come on. Then you could be like, how did you guys meet? And you'd be like, well. We went bowling. Yeah, no. No. Looked across the Red Lobster table at him. Bowling date is a deal breaker for me to begin with. So if someone's like, let's go bowling, I'm like... We're done. How about someone's have a coupon for a lobster? <laughs> it's Wait, is it a limited gift card? <laughs> I hate the both of you. I've actually, I've actually never been to Red Lobster. So if someone was like, girl, I'm going to take you to Red Lobster, I'd be like, this is adventurous for me. And it would be a yes. <laughs> it would be a yes. There We're moving on. Next one. Next okay, one. Okay. <laughs> um, I just want to go on record, though. That might be a deal breaker for me, the blind date with parents, because I feel like my parents have a really strong point of view of who I should be dating. We'd be like, this person left seminary 10 minutes ago. I'd be like, okay. So, um, all right, another deal breaker. Your significant other takes you to an open mic night where they perform every song from Beyonce's Dangerously in Love. That's, like, awesome. How is that bad? <laughs> I just, I, I, I don't know if it's a deal breaker, but for, like, an hour, they're just performing Beyonce's album without you. Like, I just don't know. Wait, so he they're on stage? Yeah. It's open mic, yeah. And they committed to the, an hour slot for yep. themselves? Yes. Mm-hmm. Ooh, yeah, I got time to kill. <laughs> That's not so bad. And it's it Beyonce. It is Beyonce. That's a lot of confidence, too. Mm-hmm. So you have to, like, hand it to the person. Mm-hmm. If there's choreography, <laughs> take that me there. costume changes. <laughs> Put on the metal thing, like, ring on it. I could not see your hand because we're on a podcast, Maddie. It was hilarious. I she was doing the hand motion to ladies. Yeah. And all of our listeners appreciated it, Corby. They loved it. Would that be a deal breaker for you? I don't. 
Uh, yeah, if they did like the whole set, yeah, because it just the like I don't set? want someone that's that committed to Beyonce. <laughs> but that means they have <laughs> they passions. Have to commit to me. That does mean they have passions. <laughs> but are they gonna do a set of like my impersonation? Okay, what about this? Like? They do a whole set of Beyonce songs, but they keep inserting your name into it. <laughs> <laughs> so it's dangerously in love, comma Corby. <laughs> <laughs> that's so weird. No, no. <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> <laughs> this is your last chance. Beyonce's listening. <laughs> last one, your significant other wants the first few dates at a bar, but they always get blackout drunk. Ugh, gross. Yeah. Mine's a no. Yeah, mine's a deal breaker for sure. Yeah. And plus, I want to be the one that's blackout drunk. So. Exactly. <laughs> get out of here. <laughs> See, I don't even drink, so it would just be like, this is really boring for me, you guys. <laughs> like, it's not fun to be the only sober person while someone else is getting increasingly more intoxicated. You're like, you're not funny, dude. Like, yeah. I'm this, you well, know. What if he really is funny? Well, then he can do that sober or not <sighs> blackout drunk. Mm-hmm. Okay, whatever. You're really rooting for that one, Corby. I know. <laughs> <laughs> It's because my, my last ex left me because I was a drunk. Oh, jeez. We'll talk about that later. Oh, yes. So, Kelsey, what's your status? I got a ring on it. Oh <gasps> Yeah. How oh, recently? I got engaged last July and getting married this July. <gasps> Fun. Oh. How did uh, your fiancé propose? He did good, guys. He did <laughs> real good. He told me, I was at work, he's like, Kelsey, amazing race has come to Minnesota, and your first clue is on your car. Just a little, like, PSA. We are public. Yeah. Yeah, that's how it works. Um, <laughs> we are huge clue people. And mm-hmm. I mean, like, huge. Like, so, clue the game or, like, leaving clues about stuff? Leaving clues about okay, stuff. Okay, okay. We have, like, I, so we have come home and there's, like, riddle nights. <laughs> I have to solve a series of riddles or he has to that's solve a so series cute. of riddles. Wait, just with the two of you? Yeah, we got a lot of free time. That is so cute. I love that. Oh, my gosh. So I read the clue. It is in an origami heart, and the first heart took me to a day spa. I got there, and they said, oh, you're Kelsey. We have your manicure and your massage ready for you. Finish that up. And then I walked out of my massage room, and they gave me another clue, which took me home, and I got dressed. And then he came, and he was very sweaty. <laughs> it was like a, I was like, felt a little bad. It took me to this nice dinner. So, hold on. At this point, did you know that oh, this was a proposal from thing? go, I knew. <laughs> was he trying to, like, keep it on the DL, or was he just like, a big riddle night? <laughs> they were going huge. <laughs> uh, I knew. I knew. I totally knew. And so he, we went to dinner, and he just kept saying, you good? You good? <laughs> and I'm like, I'm good. Yeah, how's your food? Good, you're good. So you good? You good? Uh, and then he was in a really big rush to go, and I really wanted dessert. And he's like, we don't have time for this. I'm like, if this is the night we're getting engaged, I'm going to have some dessert. Like, you can hold it. Priorities. Yeah, so he took me to his office. He's like, ugh, i got to pick up some paperwork one minute. Wait, 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 back. Did you have dessert? I did, girl. Okay, I was like, you can't say that and be like, moving on. And Yeah, eclairs. They oh, happened. Lovely. And so, yeah, I sat in his car, and he was at his office. He's like, actually, come up with me. So I go with him and go to the, f- the top floor. takes me to the roof access, and there's hundreds of candles, oh. a tent, and then two camping chairs and a bottle of wine. And that's when I lost it. Oh. Did some sweet balling for a bit. Oh. 
and then he got down, he proposed, we tried to camp, but there were no blankets or pillows, so it was just rooftop gravel, and at 10.30, we called it. Oh, that's so sweet. That, yeah, that puts other people to shame. Yeah, that's like, just, oh my gosh. I love that. That's amazing. So how did you meet? We met through the illustrious Bumble. Yes. That gives me hope. I just started using Bumble recently. I had luck, so I wish you well. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I also put on my profile, if you can't propose in this very specific <laughs> way, swipe left. Swipe, or swipe right. No, swipe left, yeah. So this is why it's not working for me. <laughs> I don't know the swiping. Um, okay. Uh, do you think it's possible to meet people not online? I feel like our generation is so like used to just talking about it as being like, yeah, go online, kind of, you know, match.com or Tinder. Do you think it's possible? Totes. I think you have to be in the right environment, though. Like, mm-hmm. let's be honest. As a therapist, my dating pool, real small. <laughs> like, I can't be going with the clients, right. I, you know, is co-workers. Your... So you just got to <laughs> push yourself outside. I hit is up your... Zumba, and that's also pretty low stakes <laughs> of dating world, so... You're like the older ladies of Zumba, yes. Um, is your uh, fiancé in the therapy world at all? No, he's in business. And so he oh. actually owned his own company, and that also put a no-go on dating at work. Oh, because he's the oh. boss of everyone. Yeah. Oh. oh. Keep that in mind. <laughs> we said oh in very different ways oh. there. I was like, oh, and Cooper goes, oh. <laughs> Oh, okay. Just unpack that. <laughs> I think if you like find yourself in situations where you're like able to mingle, then yes, mm-hmm. slay. <laughs> Just if you're like in a cubicle all day, it's rough. That's mm-hmm. true, actually. That's a really good point because there's like some pressure, I think, to be like, go out and meet people. Just put yourself out there. And you're like, put myself out where? Like, I, mean, I, I mean, right now, it? too, it's hard. So I'm like, I'm in school and practicum mm-hmm. and working and all this stuff. And setting a time aside time for my D and D nights, I can't be mingling. <laughs> That's priority. Have you met people outside of online dating? Me or both? Everyone oh. in the room. Yep. How? Where? How? Where? Tell what, us your ways. What is your secret? <laughs> uh, do you want to go first? Well, I mean, it's just, oh, I dated someone who I met in college, and then I dated not dated, but I went on a date with someone I met in a writing group. So. Mm-hmm. Everything else has been online, though. <laughs> I've actually had surprisingly good luck on airplanes. Airplanes? <gasps> yes. Wait, like the person you're sitting next to? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Because you have time together, and <laughs> I don't know. There's like a little chemistry that happens because you're late, and you haven't been moving a lot, so the blood flow's kind of off, and <laughs> who knows what could happen. <laughs> Deep brain thrombosis or love. You never know. <laughs> That's the title of that rom-com. Yeah. <laughs> Someone who's a frequent traveler. <laughs> How about you, Corby? Um, in terms of dating, I've only, besides like my eighth grade date that I think I met through math class, <laughs> they got to know each other because she was smarter than I. But every, other than that, I think any dating I've done is through an app. But I also like avoided dating for so long, so it was just kind of... It kind of makes sense that when I started, I was like, oh, I'll just do online. Mm-hmm. And here I am, married, three kids. Wow. <laughs> met through Bumble. <laughs> we are like united like... through Bumble. <laughs> Does it feel like lower stakes to do it online than to do it in person? Yeah, because no one knows what I really look like. <laughs> I was going to say, it feels lower stakes to me, not because of the, like, what you look like thing. It feels lower stakes because you know everyone is there for that purpose. Yeah. I think sometimes when you're mingling, mm-hmm. you're like, 
Step one, figure out are these people single. Step two, figure out can I like approach them this way. Step three, then approach them. That Whereas is... online, it's like boom, we're here, we're single, we're ready to mingle. That's the worst part is like when I'm in public and I find someone attractive, I'm like, are they single and do they find me attractive? And right. I'm like, how do I approach it? Like, right. but I'm like, did they look at me? Like, <laughs> like their eye just glazed over the top of my head. They must love right. me. Uh, <laughs> either that or the whole. Uh, into me or friendly service worker. <laughs> like, that's, you know, <laughs> like as someone who's worked in the service industry, like it's not always that I like you. Sometimes I'm just being friendly. <laughs> Competent custodian, right? Really on top of it, cashier, having a good day or in love with me. <laughs> it is tricky. It is so. I worked at Trader Joe's for a few years and you have to give off like that uber friendly vibe. Oh my gosh. And so I think people got the yeah. whole Yeah, I think I've Trader Joe's employees. a couple people oh, at absolutely. Trader Joe's for sure. Because we're like, how's your day? You're like, whoa, no one's asked me about my day in weeks. <laughs> <laughs> How's your sex life? <laughs> Typical Trader Joe's questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I did, yeah, there have had some really charming Trader Joe's cashiers. Mm-hmm. One time we went like right by closing and I was something I was like, oh, do you usually work closing shift? And he's like, they call me uh, Alec Baldwin from Glengarry Glen Ross because I'm always closing. And I was like, oh, smooth. Okay. <laughs> Very so, smooth. Well done. And then we started dating. No, we didn't. <laughs> but I That's left and he was like, like bitch. <laughs> God. Oh, thank you for that laugh, Maddie. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. So let's talk about pickup lines. Ooh. Good ones, bad ones. Should we use them? What are their uses? I will say that I love a good pickup line. But it's like puns. Like, I love stupid puns, mm-hmm. but I cannot generate any myself. <gasps> so hard. it'd be hard for me to be like, here's a pickup line. Like, I would have to, like, study, like, yeah. a couple just to, like, remember. But... I think they're hilarious, but I'm also, like, a guy. So they're probably like, yeah, all guys think pickup lines are great, and no one else does. <laughs> I like a good pickup line. I don't want it to feel like it's been used too many times, you mm-hmm. know? Like, the ones, like, you've fallen from the stars. Or, like, yeah, or you, did it hurt when you fell from heaven? Yeah. See, my favorite response to that as, like, a Catholic is to say, did you just call me Satan? Because, like, you know, Satan, the fallen angel. So when someone says, does it fell from heaven, it. you say, did you just call me Satan? And they're like, I'm also Catholic. <laughs> Wink, and then... Did you leave seven? 10 minutes ago let's go on a date and tell my parents <laughs> um when i wingman i have this one idea of like wanting to like draw attention to the person i'm wingmanning for and saying like hey do you want to see a miracle and then i say this person <laughs> survived like 19 hip replacements they're a medical miracle and i think in my mind that sounds like such a good pickup line like this person has a, like half of their heart isn't even working and yet here they are still kicking <laughs> But people tell me that's not the best wingman approach. Have you wait? Have you used that before? Yeah, I used to be like this person used to have a hunchback, but with multiple <laughs> back surgeries. Look at them now. This is your own version of a medical miracle. And it did was it, not it successful it at was, all. No. Like, I mean, in theory, I get it, right? You want to draw some attention, but oh. it starts out the premise is that they're like, <laughs> like really seriously <laughs> crippled in some way. So, <laughs> kind of gets you off on a weird foot. We're dating. Fogging up my glasses because that's so funny to me. Like, I would love he used that. I would to have gills and now he doesn't. <laughs> right? It's like it's a miracle. So it first draws some attention, like, ooh. And then there's like this feat of science that just happened. And it's like, wow. And then they look like they're still standing tall. Oh my God. <laughs> They've overcome so much. Go on a date with them. And the person looks at you like, okay. 
I love that. I, yeah, I would definitely go for that. Like, if Thank you, you. If you wingmaned your person to me that way, I'd be like, yeah, that's hilarious. <laughs> right? But also, are you single? Right, that's the thing. <laughs> like, that's the thing. Like, that's what I like about funny. pickup lines. If they're funny, it's like, it's, I love a sense of humor. Like, that's one of my favorite things, so. That's, that's what Thank I like you. About it. I feel really validated. <laughs> I have not a lot of great response with this one. In and out of I the don't clubs. always have the best response to lines I use either. What like, lines have you used? Okay, because I'm using Bumble right now, and that's the thing where you have to, like, the girl has to say something first. And so someone said that they were an um, anesthesiologist. And so I asked, Does your career ever make you feel numb? <laughs> and <laughs> didn't get a response. <laughs> but I thought it was funny. Oh, well done. So, what I was... think Aziz is always, Aziz and Sari is like, hey, I'm going to Whole Foods. Can I get you something? Yeah. That says, that's like, a good one. I think it's like having a good standard for you in your pocket. Yeah. I need to try out some. I'm going to Trader Joe's. Do you want me to propose to the cashier? <laughs> <laughs> that's going to be my new one. They're like, what? <laughs> Inside joke. Get off my beat. Okay. <laughs> so, my fiance, when he was, you know, cruising those streets, he did his trick of like having like the most up to date phone and then asking like a girl like, Hey, could you take a picture of me and my friend for me? And then like, Wow, nice phone. And he goes, Yeah, let me show you how it works. Wraps the arms around them, Smooth. shows them all the things. Did you try that on you? No. Oh I know, didn't even didn't even need to. Okay, so <laughs> Bumble, so you had the first thing. Do you remember what your opening line was to him? <laughs> sound like such a creep um i said hey it's winter time what do you like to do to keep warm and he goes cuddle with a cute girl from bumble who likes to travel winky face and I was oh. Like, oh. it made me go oh. <laughs> <laughs> and yet here you are about and to yet. marry well, I, I do love that opening line though it's like you're setting him up for success yeah. he didn't he didn't deliver as well nah, but nah. Yeah, yeah. he did try to cash in and that's really what we admire yeah <laughs> <laughs> is just saying hey okay on dating apps no no No. i hate that it's so bad oh my god this is why i've not dated okay what's worse hey or you up oh gosh as an opening line yeah as an opening line that's very forward i'd be like how dare you (laughs) (laughs) get yourself off of bubble i am sleeping currently (laughs) get away yes I oh, I say hey every time. No, please. You gotta step. You gotta get some mm, good pickup lines. I'm gonna be single forever. <laughs> <laughs> Not with the wingman. <laughs> I got you, you medical miracle. <laughs> you should just start using that. Be like, can you believe I used to have gills? <laughs> The average person has one spleen. I have three. <laughs> they're not even located in my stomach, abdomen region. And then Why you say, you want to know where they're located? Wink. <laughs> Test your luck, you may see. I think part of it, too, is that I'm, like... Sorry. <laughs> part of it, too, is that I'm just, like, I'm defeated from... Remember we talked, or like, first episode or something, I talked about how someone said that they liked eggs or something or they liked omelets in their profile and so i forget what i said but it was like oh looking up how or google's how to make omelets yeah i literally i was just like asterisk google's how to make the best omelet asterisk then they deleted me they blocked (gasps) me they i was just like that was i thought that was cute (laughs) cute Yeah. yeah so then now i just feel defeated so i just say hey and if they block me i'm like whatever i just said hey it's okay okay so here's the thing before i met my significant other I went on 33 first dates in one year. Mm. Wow. I were like... I know. <laughs> how was that? Because I never learned how to date in the U.S. And 
I didn't know how to do it, so I thought, I'm just going to try it out. So I signed myself up for Bumble, Hinge, Coffee Meets Bagel. And Coffee Meets Bagel stressed me out. It was yeah, so... Yeah, I just, just don't... What is the premise of that? I the think premise. they're all very similar. <laughs> the, pr- the premise. The premise. <laughs> the premise of Excuse Coffee Meets me. Bagel. Bagel. <laughs> I don't remember. It was like you have beans that you like. What? You, you have coffee beans, and you can like every time you like swipe, you earn more beans. But then if you ever like use too many of your beans, you have to pay for it. And it's it's, just, it's really stressful. What in the world? Yeah, yeah. So I just thought I'm gonna try it out. I don't know. I just really wanted to learn how it worked and how people flirt and how you figure out if you're interested in someone and how to make first dates not feel like interviews. Yes. Yes. What is your What are the secrets that you've learned? I just try a lot less than I used to. Because as a therapist, you're like, oh, so what are you interested in? What are your hobbies? What are you doing? And you just find yourself talking, like listening the yes. whole time. The one-way caring relationship. Yep. Yep. So just kick back a little bit. I recently had a date I've gone on three dates since the beginning of January. I am a changed person. Oh. Um, or well, not three, three dates, dates three different people. <laughs> yeah, but that's... I've gone on multiple dates with, like, one person or whatever. Um, but, yeah, it felt like an interview. And that was because that was the first date I've, like, had officially in forever. And so <clears throat> I spent most of the time just asking questions. And then I'd be like, because they were like, oh, I really like this, blah, blah, blah. But then they kept mentioning the fact that I'm studying counseling. And so they were like, oh, it's like a, it's like you're counseling. It's like you're a counselor. Oh. And I was like asking all these questions. I'm like, this is weird. Yes. Um, I mean, I got to know them faster, but it was like, it was yeah, like a weird experience. Yeah, that's really experience. interesting. That's like a specific thing. Mm-hmm. Do you ever have anything on first dates? Like having had that experience of so many in one year, mm-hmm. do you ever have that stuff on a first date where you think, okay, this is a red flag and I know immediately? Oh, so many. Like what? So many. Oh, this is a really sad one. I was gonna, I was getting ice cream with this person. I forget their name even. And they asked me, oh, where do you live? And I said, North Minneapolis. North Minneapolis. He goes, oh, why would you live there? That's where black people live. <gasps> no. True story. I am not shitting you. Oh, jeez. Okay, so that's a deal breaker. So I walked away. But I, oh, good for you. And then he texted me and said, I, I had a really good time Wait, you. did you, like, did you, like, literally walk away from I said, me? that's terrible. I'm done. I walked away. <gasps> and then, like, three days later, it's like, hey, I had a really good time with you. I'd love to see you again. <laughs> oh, my like, gosh. The yeah. person's delusional. Right? They're like, overt <laughs> racism aside. You're like, you don't need to go any further than that. Jeez. Okay. Yeah. Like one of the things that I know I've looked for, which I don't know if it's super fair because people are nervous on first dates, is like the sort of ask back test, right? Like you mm-hmm. ask them something like, "Do they ask it back?" Like, and how about you? And if they don't, like, mm-hmm. that's a thing. And you gotta give someone a little bit of a slide because they're yeah. nervous, right? Especially that's... people where they don't do a lot of talking in their day to day life. It's that sense of like, do they remember things that I'm saying, or do they draw back to part of who I am? Yeah, like, I've definitely been so nervous on first date. So when I got back, I'm like, I don't remember anything about this person. <laughs> like we're gonna have to get to know each other again. <laughs> You're just too in your head about it, yeah. and that's okay. That's okay, y'all. Okay. Everybody, that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Corby's here to tell you. So. Okay. You've gone on all these dates. Mm. Have you faced rejection yourself? Oh, yes. That's the worst. <laughs> I try to make the stakes feel really low where I always have, like, one 
on the backup that's coming forward, you know, so you have a date, you're going on a Tuesday, and then you're talking to this person that you want to see next Saturday, right? Mm-hmm. So it feels like lower stakes. Mm-hmm. But then you meet someone, you're like, oh, they're cool, they're interesting. Yeah. And then you try to send, like, a not super desperate text, like, hey, that was really great. <laughs> and then you don't get a response. And then I'm like, I'll just send out one more, just to see, <laughs> you know. Yeah. And I think I said, like, happy hump day, it's Wednesday. And then I didn't get a response from that text. And I was oh. like, I should probably call it. Oh. So... <laughs> Yes. It's just, it sucks because, like, yeah, rejection is part of it. And, like, and until you find that person, like, and then it doesn't matter because you're like, okay, I just need to date one person. Or, like, I just need to find one person to spend my life with. But yep. going through a lot of rejection sucks. Mm-hmm. And I just try to, like, try to make it like a, hey, it's okay when I don't like people and it's okay when they don't like me. Like, the, to just normalize that experience. Like, how in the world am I supposed to have, like, connection with all the people? So it's okay. It's yeah. okay. That's hmm. good. I was going to hmm. say, how do you, like, you know, keep your confidence up with that? Like, I think that's a good way to, to start, for sure, saying, like, it's okay. I don't like people. People don't like me. Yeah, like, to not expect everyone to have to be interested in you. I think to start that off, and, like, that doesn't determine how valuable you are or mm-hmm. how attractive you are or how desirable you are. It's like, that's their preference. I'm not their preference. That's allowed. That's good. Hmm. Cool. Hey, Mildly Awkward fans, we have a new podcast for you to check out. And it's called Sincerely Not Okay. Be sure to check it out on Podbean and iTunes now. So pop culture is obsessed with love, obviously, mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. everyone is obsessed with love. Um, I feel like this is an unfair question to ask you because you did have such like a cinematic proposal. Oh, yes. But what do you think like movies and rom-coms get wrong about like love or dating? It's just really goofy and awkward most of the time. Mm-hmm. You know, just like as, in real life it's goofy and yeah, awkward. Like yeah, like just how awkward sex is and goofy where you're like, Oh, body parts go where, when, ha <laughs> That's kind of how dating My works. Spleen. Oh, no. <laughs> uh you know, 'cause you're when you bring two people together, it's so clunky. It's mm. so clunky to figure out how people connect and share feelings and process and mm-hmm get committed and, and the timetable rarely matches up and so you might be 30 steps ahead and you have to just kind of handle that for a little bit yeah. Yeah. so there's that kind of clunkiness that I think should be permissible that we're like oh it was like love at first sight and we yes. both felt this way after three weeks it's just like not true <laughs> I think I feel like we've come back to Aziz and Zari a couple of times but I feel like Master of None really got that right about dating like when he's going on a lot of dates and stuff mm-hmm. in like season two or something like that and like yeah you can tell at one point like this person's really not interested in like losing interest rapidly and you see him trying to like keep up with that and it's like oh that feels really true Mm. other than you know yeah movies in the park i think that's what is that the wedding planner jennifer lopez and uh her um, heel gets stuck yes she's like you dumped my shoe (laughs) (laughs) that's happened to me like don't (laughs) even (laughs) that's literally happened to me (laughs) you shouldn't assume your your history (laughs) literally guys (laughs) literally what the heck oh gosh that's more common than you'll think. So we're going to move on to a mini game here. I love games. It's called Pitch a New Dating Site, which is, you know, just the best name we've ever thought of. <laughs> so Maddie and I are going to be uh, executives. So if you've ever, like, watched Shark Tank, we oh, are the yes. sharks. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, good, good. So we're the sharks. And you are going to, going to try to pitch a new dating site based on a name that we give you. So you can This choose... is really cool. <laughs> you can choose any details at all. You just have to say, like, okay, we're going to give you the name, and then uh-huh. you pitch us a dating site based on that name. Yeah. You can take a few seconds to think if you want to. <clears throat> while we... Sure. Okay. So the, so the, f- the first, 
the first dating site name is Snuggler without like the E. So like Grinder except Snuggler. Oh, okay. Hello, Kelsey. Thank you so much for coming in today. Yes. I'm Bullhorn. <laughs> Mr. Bullhorn. Hello, him. Mr. Bullhorn. It's <laughs> quite a pleasure. Mm-hmm. And this is my um, co-executive. Um, I'm the other executive, Sweetie. Sweetie and Mr. Bullhorn. <laughs> quite a duo we have here. <laughs> I have two things. One that feels actually pretty helpful in series, and then one that is just in my fancy. fancy. Just go for it. Both? One. What Start with is one. she talking about? <laughs> okay, so like the real, real life one would probably be for people who uh, really... You should pitch it to us as in like, okay, so Snuggler. This is okay, let me just give it to you straight. Mm-hmm. This, is my, this is my good one. Snuggler, picture this. You really want human contact. However, you have a B.O. that you cannot <laughs> smother. I, I do have unsmotherable B.O. <laughs> at times. And so it feels like it puts a block between you connecting another person because the B.O. just kind of permeates the room. However, what if you found someone else who could match you in that way? <laughs> so the two of you in your own level of B.O. could sit and snuggle. Without having the distraction of who's smelling who, because it all permeates into the same room. Thus, the snuggler. Oh. Oh, my word. Well, so, I need is... to know about the, like, the, the actual technical side of this. Do you rate your BO, or how do you kind of make that work? This is a great question. So, uh, you know how phones work these days? There's actually a, a little part you can add where it can just smell parts of your body rather rapidly and can say that the scent you give off. If it has a garlicky smell or more of like an older fish. And so you can actually match someone who has a similar smell to you or a complimentary smell. Mm-hmm. And so when you snuggle together, it actually promotes like a harmonious blend. Mm. Like I've... potpourri. Mm-hmm. Just picture potpourri, right? It's like love potpourri. It's like an orange peel on its own. A cinnamon stick on its own. Together, it's called potpourri. <laughs> well, I, I smell like day-old coffee, I've been told, so I would love that app. This is just for you. <laughs> you find someone that smells like day-old creamer, and y'all, y'all be so happy together. That was perfect. That, that is beautiful. Okay, <clears throat> I think, I feel like that would actually work. No, because there are people that have, like, be that they can't hide with, like, uh, deodorants. Oh. Okay, I just want to make sure we weren't inspired by anyone in the room. <laughs> Actually, like... this podcast came into fruition from Snuggler. <laughs> that's like that's kind of brilliant, though. Honestly, yeah. Like, yeah. I love it. Thank you. It's a patent pending. <laughs> so, want to move on to the next next dating? Yes. Are app? we going to keep our same characters? We can do no, different okay. ones. Oh no! All right. So this one is last chance dating. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. I'm Cassie. I'm like the same person, just slightly, just on more drugs than I was earlier. We have brought you in to talk about last chance yes. dating. Please pitch it to us. Shit. Okay. <laughs> so you know when people enter their twilight season, right? When things are coming to a close, the great symphony is ending. That's not the time you give up on love. That's the time you approach it. (laughs) That's why last chance dating is for those who are at the cusp, rolling into the end of their life. For them, you can find love too. So what you do on your app, you say you picture yourself, your name, profile, and your months to live. (laughs) 
so, you know, like, you can usually set your age preference for these things. Could you set your life expectancy preference? Mm. You want to match someone, right? <laughs> yes. Can, can people who are not approaching their uh, end of days, can they join the app as well? Great question. Um, the only contingencies are that there is no will to be written. So it's not for those who are hoping to make a few bucks on the oh, side. This does not cut into the market share of gold digger of without an E. Of course. Well, I will certainly, because I need it now, I will certainly <laughs> fund this app. Great. <laughs> another oh good my one. God, yes. <laughs> She's like weirdly really good at this. Like, yeah, wow. This is perfect. Okay, the last one? Yeah. Your last name for this app is Dumpster Diving. Uh, hey, Kels. Uh, thanks for coming in uh, to our startup company. Yes, this is Shark Tank, California. <laughs> yeah, so we're called Dumpster Diving. We already have um, a mega cool video game, but now we want to focus on dating. So we're hoping that you can kind of pitch us a dating app called Dumpster Diving. Great. Okay, so picture this. You're on a date the person is just a snooze fest. And you think to yourself, is this the bottom of the barrel? <laughs> it probably is. I have created an algorithm of the people who have been rejecting the most dates face-to-face and text. And now there is a new site just for them. Because that means when we say that there is someone for everyone, there really is. Oh. <laughs> so so you're going to like make an algorithm that chooses the most rejected folks and gets them all together? Yes, because I think that really evens out the playing field. <laughs> it does. That's brilliant. <laughs> okay, so my co-founder's speechless, <laughs> literally. <laughs> we'll buy it. We'll buy it. Thank we'll you. Totally Thank you. It. I've really also appreciated it. transitioned from being California into being Southern, which is the only accent I can do. <laughs> oh. You missed your calling. <laughs> that's, that's fantastic. All three of those apps just sound so great. I love that one. Most nice. rejected people are just kind of put into a cesspool. It's not going to help overpopulation, though, man. <laughs> That's so dark. I'm so sorry. Okay. You're so bad, Manny. Special thanks to our sponsor, Acacia Counseling and Wellness, for your peace of mind. Head on over to acaciacw.com. That's A-C-A-C-I-A-C-W.com to learn more. So we're going to move on to Ask the Expert, and you are the expert, Kelsey. Uh, these come from very real, very honest, and truly um, just truly confused and oh. questioning <laughs> and existing people. They really are there. They are our we listeners. We didn't make them up. Um, so we are so happy to bring them to you, Kelsey, because they need advice. Uh, so the first one is, I'm a guy in his late 20s living in a big city. And I've been using a couple of dating apps to find a girlfriend. I like hiking, being outdoors, family, and the breweries. I have pictures of me with fish that I caught and posing with my guy friends at bars. The problem is I'm not getting any interest. I feel like my profile is the same as a lot of other people. How do I make my profile stand out to the crowd? This is from Bumbling in Boston. Bumbling in Boston. A new personality. (laughs) (laughs) That's terrible. (laughs) Um, that was a stone cold response, Kelsey. Um, what makes you say a different personality? <laughs> well, the fish really just threw me off. When someone's holding a fish, that's with or there's like a shirt off and the fish and oh, some camo in the background double. and like wraparound sunglasses and no, a baseball but cap. Back to my dumpster dating. There really is someone for everyone. 
So keep pressing on. You never know what there's going to be. <laughs> so maybe switch a different app. So you really, yeah, so listen, you have two options. It's switch your whole personality or just really get to that bottom of the barrel, bottom out, and then you'll f- build the f- solid foundation of love from there. Yeah. <laughs> All jokes aside, though, it doesn't seem like you're a bad guy. Just add a little pizzazz to who you, like, something about you that you feel like you might be a little embarrassed about will probably feel really endearing to someone else. Mm. That's great advice. Yeah. I do have to say, this listener may have been informed by um, a lot of experiences on Bumble where everyone's profile is like that, so. Mm-hmm. Yep. Right? Showing a little bit of your quirk is always okay. Yeah. Unless it's creepy quirk. Don't hold that to yourself. <laughs> But if it's extra spleens, man, you get that <laughs> shit right up. <laughs> I can't. It's beautiful. Um, okay. There's this really cute guy in my Dungeons and Dragons group that I like a lot. This is a question, by the way. I know I do play a lot of <laughs> D&D. <laughs> that is all, all the guys in my D&D group are in committed relationships, and I do not <laughs> think of them this way. For okay. now. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay, so the question is, there's this really cute guy in my D&D group that I like a lot. Our characters flirt all the time in-game, but after we finish playing, he leaves pretty much right away without chatting with me. How do I approach possibly asking him out? And this is from Critical Fumble in Connecticut. Ooh, I like this. I always like when someone takes charge and asks out. <laughs> I, I'm okay with the direct, you know, hey, I'd like to take you on a date. What? That's so much better than, like, do you want to kick it sometime? Or you yeah. up? Or... Hey, hey, (laughs) or I think I left my sock in your jacket. Like, you know, it's just nice to have a real reason. So I want to take you on a date. What? (laughs) Just saying. Sometimes you'll plant items so they can, like, recoup them later. Oh, okay. So not, I think I left my sweater in your car. It's, I think I left my sock in your jacket. (laughs) It's like, I think I left my earplug in your vanity case. Like, what? I think I have my my left shoe in your washing machine. Like, Girls gotta get creative sometimes. Oh, okay. So just be direct. Be direct. I like it. it. Yeah, do go it. Go for it. Do yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely. Go for it. The stakes are low. Yes. All right. Do you want to do the last one? Last one here. I'm turning 34 in a couple of days, and people in my life keep asking me when I'll settle down and get married. I go on dates, but I feel like I haven't found the one yet. Recently, a friend of mine said that it's not about finding the one. It's about finding someone who can tolerate and just going for it. This seems wrong to me, but then again, I'm single at 34. Should I settle? Should I keep looking? This is from Too Picky in Pittsburgh. We have a, what is it, Northeast themed (laughs) (laughs) themed listeners today. I think it goes back to that knowing yourself, to know that relationships a person doesn't complete you you know how we say that mm-hmm. and it's to know that what you're looking for i think the idea of getting married for love is a really relevant like recent thought process mm-hmm. you know i mentioned before my grandparents had an arranged marriage and so what is a marriage to you and you get to decide what that means to you and when you want it and what it looks like and nobody else can determine that for you yeah, that's a good piece of advice. Because I think when people give each other dating and marriage advice, it's like you forget that it's like from your point of view of what you think marriage is and should be. Mm-hmm. So, we've got real advice, you guys. <laughs> it's a rare, rare occasion here on the podcast. We want to thank Liam Coulter for providing our podcast cover. And special thanks to Steve Higgins for recording the original. You can find Steve Higgins' music on Facebook and Instagram. 
All right, so this is sort of an ask the expert because you are a Bumble expert because you didn't meet your your future spouse on there. Um, I have just started using it. And so what are your thoughts on optimizing a Bumble profile? Okay, so I say at least four or five pictures of yourself. Okay. How many do you have? I have, hold on, let me check. I have six. I have all of them. Yep. Mm. And how many of them are selfies of just your face? Four. Ooh, too high of a quota. <laughs> that, okay, too, what's a good ratio? I think you just need two. Let's be real. No, they all probably look similar at that point, right? That is true. Although some of them have bangs in them. <laughs> the big pizzazz. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, like bangs in my hair. Not like it's a bang. <laughs> ta-da, 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 ta-da. No, I am doing jazz hands on this one. <laughs> I'd say mix it up. Okay. Show show your diversified badass self. Yes. Good. What are your pictures of? Um, My face a couple of times. Oh, there's one of me at like this nice bar that I went to this one time in like a dress. Mm-hmm. And then there's one with my brother, which I have put in my little bio that that's my brother. But I don't have a lot of like pictures of my whole body for some reason. So, yeah. You don't have a lot of pictures? Not a lot, no. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm always, I'm never sure when people do family members. Is it because you're super close? It's just because that was a picture of more than my face, I think it was. Oh, that's a good point. I will. Farewell, Liam. (laughs) (laughs) Out of my profile. What does your description say? Your bio. Okay. It says, oh, I'm like weirdly getting really nervous now. (laughs) Don't judge me. I'll do mine as well. Okay, okay, okay. It says, positive, fun-loving nerd who enjoys podcasts, travel, and a good game of Dungeons and Dragons. Grad student by day, tired grad student by night, studying counseling psychology. I love dogs, meeting new people, crafts, crochet, and telling stupid jokes. That's so clever. Oh, good. Okay. okay. So clever. I was like, that was really good. Thank you. Okay. What would you add? I do mine. Or subtract? Okay. No, wait. This is my time to shine. <laughs> I think that's really good. I think that's really, really good. I like that. Some thought is, would you add a little bit of, like, what makes you feel like, you, like, like that, like. I don't want to say sex appeal, but, like, something that puts you in, like, the romantic zone. Oh, instead of just, like, I'm looking for, like, a really good friend. Like, someone I can crochet with. <laughs> yes. Like, yes. let's crochet. <laughs> you know? I mean that, too. Okay. Hmm. So, like, how would you add a little bit, like, a little sass? A little sass. Oh, I don't know. I'll have to think about that. A little sultry, that. if that's, mm-hmm. you know. Because I'm I think... usually a sultry person, but okay. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I like that. I think we all have sexual parts of ourselves, and then we always think sexual means sex, yeah. which is like, Meh, that's not really it. It's like parts of ourselves that we like kind of dig and we feel are yeah. we're rocking, so. Okay. Mm-hmm. I have to think about that. What are some like examples of something like that? Hmm. Or do you remember what you put in yours? I don't. Oh. I wonder if I could pull it up. I'm not sure. Um, I think, like, the guy I'm with, he wrote, like, really enjoy exploring new restaurants with a girl and da-da-da-da. Like, he kind of put me in the frame of, like, oh, we'd be going on dates. It's like, someone I'd be oh, dating. Oh, like, so looking for, mm-hmm. like, a cute guy who can blah, blah, blah or whatever. Like, looking yeah. to take someone out for... Because some people just talk about their hobbies. Hobby. You picture myself fishing next to them. I don't really... Oh, so be... many guys, I say. <laughs> yeah. Like, do I picture myself dating this person? So okay. how would you make it so you feel like someone... They think you're probably like, oh, I would be dating this person. Yes. <laughs> looking for an adventuring partner or something like that. Yeah. yeah. So I'm looking at my profile. <clears throat> I put that I like the woods. <laughs> Mine is graduate student, Indiana native, podcast host, improviser, playwright, plant dad, orphan black enthusiast, 
three things I like, British accents, the woods, and people who would dance in the street with me. Aww, oh, that's, that's really cute. I think the dance in the street is what sold me. That Yay. is cute. Yeah. Yay. <laughs> Let's talk pictures. What? Let's talk pictures. Oh, yes. How many are selfies? How many I are... Have how many pictures total? I have six pics, mm-hmm. um, and technically four are selfies, but two are like face. What's like up with all the selfie selfie life, guys? I just don't <laughs> have that many friends that take pics. Of me. Right. <laughs> Although we are going to go on a trip in a couple of days, and so we're just going to do like full photo shoots, <laughs> like lay on the ground <laughs> with like a rose between my teeth, like hello. <laughs> you said sultry. I'm giving you sultry. This is a boa. This is an expert told me. Okay. <laughs> Get off my back. Yeah. Off my back. I'm that. waiting for the guys to roll in. <laughs> Looking for some vine honeys. Okay. Mm-hmm. So the moral of the story is less selfies, more full body pictures. Add a little sass, a little sultriness to your bio. Yeah, your vibe. Like what you vibe about yourself. Yeah. I think hobbies are cool. It's, there's just more to us than hobbies, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hopefully. And I think selfies kind of put they look similar to me so it's like where like where else are you at in life like are you do you find yourself in coffee shops or in parks or Ooh, like what settings concerts? yeah where like, you feel comfortable you... yeah just my bedroom just just <laughs> the camera pointing towards my Ooh, face no bathroom pics is oh, that gosh, I that should gross. be a real no go do you have, have a no, bathroom i have pick? no bathroom pics no. okay if someone might Instagram, but that's not for dating. Right? <laughs> that's just for people to it's stare at me. <laughs> that's just when I'm really feeling myself. And I like, oh, yes. I dressed up today. I'll take yeah. a bathroom pic for yeah. Snapchat. You got some good bathroom pics for that. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, so the, we have to do a photo shoot. That's what we got to do. That's what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Yes. We're doing it right now. Right after. Right. <laughs> As we speak. <laughs> do you think it would be a good thing or a bad thing to have a picture of someone like doing a podcast type stuff? What? This is so cool. Absolutely. <gasps> I think it'd be a great thing. Voguing. Take I, a picture I of me. <laughs> <laughs> Camera. Because <laughs> um, you guys live incredible lives. Oh, thank you. And it's just hard to capture in like 150 words or whatever you're supposed to do. And so sure. you can do your best, and then the rest is kind of like, in my mind, it's a quantity game. You know, you're throwing yes. it out there for the masses because we know a majority are at the bottom of the barrel, right? <laughs> we all know that. We all, we all, know, all should right? be dumpster dating. Yeah. yeah. So we were trying to get that the top cream. There you go. Okay. <laughs> so before we go, we have a few more deal breakers. Let's and then it. we'll end the episode. So yes. the first one is your significant other is in a loveless marriage, but planning to leave their spouse soon. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, maybe on the fence about this one? <laughs> I'm sure this will go very well. <laughs> this never ends in heartbreak. Oh, yeah. gosh. So, so no. for you? I think it's a no for everyone. Yeah, I think that's a safe one. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, you and your significant other met online, but they tell you, if anyone asks, we met reaching for the same rescue dog at the Humane Society. Okay, I know people that do this because they live, like, really private lives. Oh. Like, they tell people a different story? Or is it, like, specifically not about online dating? It's about online dating. They met through, like, online dating, and they'll say, oh, we met through mutual friends. And I think it's, like, people who have really a private life that you kind of want to respect, I guess. But the fact that you know it doesn't work that well, obviously. (laughs) If you're like, oh, yeah, this is the story that they tell, but you know the truth. Oh, yes, yes. I'm in the inner circle, though. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I see. <laughs> so would this be a deal breaker for you? No, I'm okay with it. Okay. I got to respect. Maybe they got funky family. I don't know. Mm. <laughs> That's fair. That is fair. Very How about you, Corby? I don't think it's a deal breaker, no. Wow. 
I see. I was leaning toward deal breaker because I was like, can't you just be honest like that? But I think you bring up a good point because there's other factors to consider. It's just... And it makes it kind of makes me sad when you think of like what, how I met your mother, and it's like yeah. that idea where it's like you have to meet them through this like organic way, yeah. and then online dating is so forced. But I also don't care about the stick. I've I'm currently disclosure. I'm currently dating <gasps> someone consistently, but not like we haven't made a fish. Fish. <gasps> <laughs> we have not made a fish. What? Oh my god! Did you know this? No, I just heard about it now live on I air. Have, I have seen <laughs> live on air. We're live, everyone. <laughs> I have seen someone for more than two or three times in a casual setting. How many? How many times? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think just four. That's pretty good. That's, That's good. good. We were supposed to meet yesterday, and things got weird. Um, but yeah, just like four times. That's exciting. Things got weird as in, like, I the schedules didn't make. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, uh, like, <laughs> things got weird. The spleens came out. We're like, oh, God. But. That'll get you. But, yeah, I've told if people ask. I'm like, yeah, Tinder. Like, it's just whatever. Yeah. Like, it yeah. doesn't really matter to me. But cool. I also, like, haven't talked to my family about it, so I probably think differently. Yeah. <laughs> Not that I would. Well, that's like, true, too. Like, really <laughs> They're the one. Yeah. It's a really different thing, though, to be, like. Dating someone feeling official versus telling your whole family about it, mm-hmm. especially if your family's weird about it, like mine is. Mm-hmm. So oh, we know, girl. <laughs> yep. For the next one, your significant other wants to get married on a cruise, which they say will transition seamlessly into your honeymoon. What? <laughs> so they're like, if we just get married on the cruise, then like right after the marriage, like we're already on our honeymoon on a cruise. That's because they're cheap. They just were like, they like convenience. <laughs> it's streamlined. Streamlined? Are people there to like my grandparents are on the cruise because they want to watch us get married? Now they want to no. watch us okay, honeymoon? Everyone, get off the cruise. <laughs> it's while you're anchored and then everyone like, gets on port and anchorage. <laughs> They're like, deuces. <laughs> um, oh, and they have so many other redeeming qualities, and sure, but this just sounds cheap. <laughs> it does sound cheap. I will give you that. I didn't think of the logistics of, like, how do you have guests? Do they all have to be on the cruise? Do they have to be on your honeymoon with like you? like a family suite. Right? Oh, girl, girl. <laughs> that's the worst. Let's make it happen. Would that be your, a deal breaker for you, Corby? Yeah, I think it's kind of weird. Yeah. But if you're already engaged, is that yeah. what's happening? Yeah, I'm not so getting married. Step one, don't get married. <laughs> okay. Step no, but two, this, not this on does, a this is This is a, a rare deal breaker where this is someone you're engaged to. Yeah, would you unengage yourself to someone because they want to do this weird-ass honeymoon? I would just say, like, let's hold off. Let's not get married on a cruise. Let's hold off. Yeah. Are we on, like, a princess cruise or a Disney cruise? <laughs> it's got to be a Disney cruise. No, then my Disney answer is... changes. Really? Like, there's a lot of kids on Disney <laughs> so cruises, weird. I feel like. That'd be weird. Yeah. What, is, is there a type of cruise where you'd be like, yes? Um... Actually, there are, like, boats that go down the Danube through Europe. I think it's, like, a 500-person boat, and you stop every night, and you port, and, like, oh, we're in Budapest tonight. That'd be kind of cool. The only cruise I've ever done with my grandparents are the Princess Cruise, where it's, like, a 67-up age range. Oh, gosh. (laughs) dinner at 4.15. Oh, my gosh. That's amazing. (laughs) It's lit. So that's for the last chance dating folks. They can go on that cruise for their honeymoon. Oh, gosh. So someone asks you out, so this is assuming you're single, but and on your first date they say, yeah, I just recently left seminary. 
which seminary for our listeners have is where you go to become like a priest or a pastor okay so i've heard seminary in lots of different like religious faith systems right i guess this would be catholic seminary because for catholics you can't get married if you are going to be a priest so it's like a 180 of lifestyles basically sure i bet they got some kinkiness (laughs) i've been wanting to try out (laughs) why not they're all bottled up from being (laughs) in seminary some good ideas (laughs) how about you Um, I got some secret flair <laughs> under that sash. I'm not into the kinky stuff, so deal breaker. I feel All like right. that was an assumption that um, was brought into this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going off the vibe that Kelsey gave off. That's true. She gave off a vibe. Okay. What about you, Manny? I mean, okay, so I have a really specific point of view with this because I did go to a Catholic university where there was a seminary attached. And it was so messed up because girls who would date ex-seminarians or people who had just left the seminary were called chalice chippers, oh. which is like so chalice messed up, right? And like kind of sexist too, because you're like, you're, you didn't force them to leave. Like, what the heck? Um, so I have some feelings about that. I don't know if I would. It kind of depends how recently they left seminary. Well, you've heard it here first. Yes. Stay away, you Mad- hordes of ex-seminarians. <laughs> <laughs> Maddie's out of the dating pool yep. for that particular group. For that group. Well, all right. Well, we should. I think that's all we got for you, folks. It's time to say goodnight. It's been real fun. Yes, thank you so much, Kelsey, for coming and being and weird in our podcast with us. It's been a treat. <laughs> Please email us. Email us yes. at mildlyawkwardpodcast at gmail.com. Go to our Facebook. Go to our Twitter, which yes. is brand new. Go to our Instagram. Find us on iTunes. Leave us a review, a rating on iTunes. Find us on Podbean. We say that every week, and we still haven't gotten a rating. We've been saying that for weeks and weeks since December. I'm looking at you. I can name five <laughs> people right now who have not done it. Kelsey, have you done it? It's on the way. It's in the mail. Oh, perfect. Oh, that's all we need. <laughs> then it's okay. All right. Yes, we'll let you. you you're fine. Um, no, but really, thank you guys for tuning in and for hanging out with us for this amount of time, whatever it ends up being. <laughs> and we will catch you next time. I've been your co-host, Corby. I've been your co-host, Maddie. And I've been your guest, Kelsey. Bye. 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 Bye.